any of those 80s bands, maybe along with, I don't know, the, say the Police yeah. and R.E.M. for Talking Heads, maybe. Cure. Uh, mm-hmm. The Cure, a few bands. So they were yeah. kind of right up there, but now they've really fallen out of favor. and huh. uh, They're not uh, cool at all. Really? Yeah. They're almost like yeah. the antithesis of cool. No, really? why, yeah. why, why is that? I was unaware I, of that. Well, I think, I think yeah, there too. was a couple gaffes, and in particular was the one where they thought they were doing everybody a favor by... Downloading little, their but, song onto right. it, yeah. Here, here's all of our music, and it's for free, and this is great, yeah. and everybody I never asked for this, don't really want it. And I think that sort of maybe was the beginning of the end. Hmm. Kind of like um, mm. that uh, Billy Squire video, uh, Rock Me Tonight, uh, for all of our uh, older listeners. Oh, yeah. And I remember that was pretty much the end of his career. So, hmm. yeah, you kind of make these career-ending uh, decisions sometimes. Uh, is this going to be the end for Neil Young? So, uh, yeah, we hmm. got the Swedish Spotify owner uh, is playing both sides of the information uh, or misinformation dilemma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and of course, we heard Neil Young wants to uh, pull all his music from the streaming service in protest of uh, the COVID misinformation that's mm-hmm. being um, put on the podcast division's channel, the Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah, right. Um, Daniel Eck, Spotify owner, uh, has, uh, has said um, he Neil Young has told him in a letter has said to Daniel Eck that you can have. Um, Young or Rogan, but you can't have both. So, uh, wh- what is going on here? Is this the beginning of um, the moderation of audio streaming services? The way YouTube is starting to be um, probably mod- moderated in a, in a lesser extent. I mean, I don't know. You know, I have I have some serious concerns with this. Like, I mean. Yeah. I hate the misinformation. Yeah. I hate the, the anti-vax rhetoric. Um, the thinly veiled white supremacism is deeply disturbing. But freedom of speech isn't yeah. just freedom of speech when people are saying things you agree with. Mm-hmm. Freedom of speech has to extend to people saying things that you vehemently disagree with. And if you believe in freedom of speech, you have to support the people who are saying things that you vehemently disagree with, right to express those thoughts. Right. right. So but, you know, in Canada, we have intellectual freedom and we have intellectual equality, too. So there is a distinction there. And I think, you know, it is a slippery slope of censorship. And we've just seen a course on uh, National Holocaust Commemoration Day that they've banned Mouse, the mm-hmm. incredible yeah. Pulitzer Prize winning mm-hmm. A graphic novel has been banned in the jurisdiction in Tennessee yeah. right now. So, I, I, you know, it's one of those things where... But that's an example is, of them restricting freedom of speech, right? A, absolutely, and, 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 and that's the, what I'm saying. That's the slippery slope. But at the same time, um, there's, you know, lives in the balance, arguably, with a lot of this misinformation going. You're talking about a guy who's got, you know, a lot of sway out there. And similarly, you got somebody like, say, Donald Trump, maybe more extreme. He's been, say, kicked off Twitter and all other social media. So there's already kind of maybe been examples set up. And, and I think it's almost in, inevitable it's going to come to podcasting and such. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I can see why when you have someone who's got like, you know, literally over 100 million listeners or whatever at a time, yeah. spreading things out there that, you know, are, you know, pretty much uh, it, most people would agree misinformation and uh, outright, um, you know, bunk. 
what yeah. else, what about the, the the concept of sort of like uh artistic control with neil young like this isn't the first time he's no he's, he's yeah, done he's this right stride with of his course team. like yeah. if if we write a book we can choose the publisher that we want to yeah kind yeah, of fair up, enough. ally ourselves with right um so modifies chosen that that sort of side haven't they Yes. Neil Young has said that his uh, record label uh, stands to lose about 60% of its revenue um, because Spotify is so dominant in the market right now. Right. The way I look at this is that um, Neil Young is making an incredibly expensive political statement. Mm -hmm. And and I have nothing but respect for him Mm -hmm. and the choice that he's made with that statement because I agree with him. But I do not think that it's a good idea to start to regulate free speech because I think that when you regulate free speech inevitably you begin to regulate the type of speech that allows us to live in a free open and democratic society and there's always risks with freedom freedom doesn't (laughs) freedom doesn't come for free so what about the uh, corporations behind um, spreading the well, notion Kirby. of freedom of speech or, or the democratization of our speech through uh, social media and platforms should the should the algorithms that uh, that persuade people to to click on more information misinformation than information should they be regulated yes absolutely for sure. that's what needs the regulation it's time for that to happen like yeah. freedom of speech they because need to start to regulate the algorithms they need to start to regulate these mechanisms of control that they built into their systems that mm-hmm. allowed this type of speech to gain dominance in the public forum right that's the real scary thing here yeah, yeah. and and i people are playing lip service to that and they're mentioning it in passing but you look at the focus and where's the focus right now the focus is on spotify and on neil young the focus is not on facebook manipulating the way that people Mm -hmm. access information or the type of information that people access and i really think that that is what requires some significant regulation yeah and there are several groups of course that are uh, jumping on the bandwagon in a in a related uh stream of misinformation uh, joining only 16% of unvaccinated Canadian truckers mm-hmm. to uh, head to Ottawa in, in a protest that uh, that some of these groups um, have uh, have said that they might, you know, like to see uh, an insurrection in Ottawa. <laughs> I heard somebody say that they were hoping, hoping <laughs> yeah. for a January 6th yeah. style yeah. event. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing, uh, the parent group doesn't agree with these truckers that are on the road here. So right, they, yeah. They've actually come out against those truckers. And, yeah. you know, I've seen them dubbed the, the Flu Trucks clan, and there's other monikers for them. And, you yeah. know, the reality is, is that, you know, I think, uh, again, back to what we were talking about, people like Joe Rogan, that's probably who they're listening to yeah. as they're driving their big almost rigs certainly. along, almost certainly. And so there again, there's this sort of element of sway here. Mm-hmm. So at what point uh, do we look at this as uh, something where it's actually damaging people's health and it's actually creating, um, you know, uh, issues uh, like right now we're at, you know, like pretty much peak capacity in our hospitals, yeah. uh, and that's mainly unvaccinated people. That's being driven by people like Joe Rogan. So what you know, what what do we do about that? Um, Short of kind of, you know, ensuring that uh, he doesn't have this uh, kind of pulpit 
that he does. I mean, public it's a, education, so people well, develop critical, critical thinking. thinking skills, so that they can see through that kind of nonsense. That's what we well, need to do. But then we don't need to restrict speech. We need to increase knowledge. And then there's been sort of more more done. extreme measures kind of floated, right? Like Legault's idea of like a, a tax hmm. on, on on the unvaccinated, unvaccinated yeah. right? And whether that comes to pass, they tax I don't cigarettes. Know. They tax alcohol. I don't see a problem with them taxing the unvaccinated. I mean, not to the point where it's going to become and economically devastating, but I mean, they put a tremendous amount of taxes on cigarettes and alcohol mm-hmm. and other substance, cannabis substances that are deemed potentially damaging to your health. This is damaging. This is putting a burden on the healthcare system. People who put a burden on the healthcare system voluntarily put a burden on the healthcare system. Maybe it's reasonable to ask those people to pay a higher premium. So if you listen to Joe Rogan, basically automatically, yeah. maybe you should have to pay like some kind of idiot tax. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. Oh, that's a good one. You listen to Joe uh, Rogan and then you like follow his advice, maybe. But. Excuse me, I got to step up and get some ivermectin. <laughs> well, I think like putting an incredibly high tax on ivermectin, right? Like that's the answer, right? Like you you, you tax the horse medicine that they're using. Let's you, think you of the don't... poor farmers, Jen. Yeah, yeah. Are well, the, I mean, are these... all that's going to do is raise the production of the. It's going to help everybody, Jeff. Yeah. Are these truckers just uh, not listening to a wider variety of of s- news sources? Well, it's that echo chamber, it. right? It's Information that, uh, effect. It's that filter yeah. bubble. It's that, that, and that's partially the product you know, of those algorithms exactly. that we were talking it about is. earlier. I right. think absolutely, they're limited to a very small scope of information that's incredibly biased and is not based on science or on studies but yeah. it's based on opinion and emotional responses to things that they don't like and yeah. thankfully they represent a pretty small chunk of the Canadian and population but it's uh, something I heard last week is that they, they polled uh, around Canadians and, and how many Canadians believe in Donald Trump or support the Republican Party and it's surprisingly large something like 3 million you know around 15% of Canada's population uh, is is, is has that as their political colors. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. unsettling, for sure. Mm-hmm. So not, not entirely surprising. But I, I'm no, not surprised not. either. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, they were able to raise $4 million for this convoy. Uh, I think it, was, it went up to 5.2 before the go Before fundraise. they shut it down shut it because down, they right? didn't yeah. know where the money was going. I would really like to know where that money was coming from. Yeah. Like, I don't think that a group of truckers... Um, can throw together five million dollars in a weekend. It's the Polish government. It's the Russians. No, <laughs> who knows? The Venezuelans, the, the Chinese, who are the other. Oh yeah. Uh, who are, who it's are Dominion are. voting machines. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Those Dominion voting I machines. I think it's interesting oh that they've been co-opted by what? homophobics and white supremacists. Yeah. I think that that's very interesting. What it has technology made the diaspora of opinion um, more heightened and oh, worse. Oh, it's absolutely I mean, polarized opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever happened to throwing pies in politi- politicians' faces? I mean, 
is that ever going to come back? Quaint old notion. And you get shot yeah. doing that now. Well, that's the other thing too, right? It's right? much safer. No, they would shoot you the now. The comfort of your mom's basement oh to, yeah. to send missives as a like a internet troll than it is to actually go. Right. Can you imagine what would have happened space, if know? somebody yeah. threw a pie in Donald Trump's face right. at one of those rallies? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, has anybody ever seen? They, like, tear, they tear the person apart. Right. I mean, he advocates violence. He talks about punching people in the face. Somebody actually attacked that man in front of that. I don't want to say rabid mob, but you know, uh, if the shoe fits, like I don't see that working out well. So we had we had in, in across the water, across the pond, we've had actually a, a politician, <laughs> oh, a politician be shot, Partygate. oh, and, oh. and killed uh, oh. from from someone who had a very different opinion of their position. Uh, whereas, like uh, Boris Johnson, seems to be. A, clowning enough that uh there has been no threats made against him or is it just is it just the smarter people who who know better not not to do violence well i think the violence Boris that, that they don't do the anything. anti-vaxxers right yeah okay so and it's the anti-vaxxers that are, are primarily talking about utilizing violence in order to achieve their objectives mm-hmm. i don't hear a lot of people who are down with the vaccine being like we need to storm the anti-vaxxers <laughs> so because boris appeals to the anti-vaxxers he's not going to get the kind of violent blowback against his policies that a politician that promotes vaccines is going to get. Right. And according to our, our recent read from Gwen Dyer, he's basically on his way out, perhaps, by mm-hmm. his own uh, party leadership. Yeah, his own party is calling for his um, resignation. He's a, he's a buffoon. Uh, always yeah. has been uh, and always will continue to be a buffoon. And it really, again, it, it speaks to the large, one of the larger problems we have in our society classism right mm. were it not for the guy's connections in the first place and who you know how, how he was born uh, into the into the privilege there he would have had mm. no chance in the world and he, with he, that haircut please he's yeah. entertaining <laughs> right just in the same way donald trump is entertaining so he's kind of like a media right. Right. Yeah. you know yeah. it plays well on tv but you right. got to know what you're getting when the guy's former colleague describes him as a greased albino pig, right? Like, I mean, not a lot of surprises as to what the quality and content of the man's character is. And, and that, those, were the, those were the favorable comments <laughs> that he made. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wonder, I, I wonder uh, sometimes how these uh, sorts of politics make it so far into uh, into our lives and, um, and demagoguery and right so like it's like plato said yeah. like without a sufficient level of education in a population inevitably the population will begin to elect demagogues who profess to serve their immediate desires and interests in mm. and are in fact only serving their own desires and interests and that's it's i mean if the ancient Greeks came up with it like four thousand years yeah. ago, nothing then, new under the sun, right? Like, come on. Is is this something that you think should be uh, formalized as a course of study in in school for for uh, the dangers of demagoguery? Students, yeah, or, or how politics to not and go philosophy, down the path, uh, media literacy, media literacy, media, absolutely, uh, those kind of things. Do you think those should days. be, yeah? Why? Super why important. do you think? Why do you think it isn't? It hasn't been. Uh, it hasn't been made, uh, or or um, 
supported as a compulsory part of a social studies or English uh, curriculum. Well, it's in the best interest of the demagogues to allow demagoguery, so yeah. why would mm -hmm. they create an environment that diminishes their ability to be successful? Just smart enough to turn on the machines and maintain them and everything, but not <laughs> smart enough to really ask, A lot why of questions. are we using these machines? What are these machines for? Yeah. I think it's offered as like an independent class in some yeah. states, but not, not very many. Well, we have new media, which addresses a lot of that. Uh, we do a better job than the U.S. Um, at this. We educate you know, our children literacy. about these things. Absolutely. A recent study We're trying. Uh, that, trying. that uh, polled 3,600 Canadian and U.S. students. It's gonna hurt my feelings. Yes, realized uh, that uh, a full one-third of these students question the Holocaust and then uh, to make them appear even more stupid uh, <laughs> half of them uh, actually knew uh, realized the the number of Jews that were uh, killed Murdered. in the in the Holocaust they they did they and did name the six million uh, figure um, what what is going on? Is this uh, is this study uh, and the reporting of the study very weak? Is has reporting uh, not uh, delineated between the the Canadian students and the U.S. students? Is um, is the study not or or the reporting of the study um, taking? Uh, the study out of context. What's happened? I don't know, but when I asked my grade 11 class um, mm. at the beginning of our history unit what they knew about the Holocaust, it was depressing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had one kid who said um, it had something to do with Germany, one kid who said, I think it was real bad, and one kid who said, gas. I seem to remember something about gas. And that was a class of 24. Yeah. And I thought maybe they were just pulling my chain or they weren't comfortable talking, but I think they, they just didn't know. Yeah. And I don't understand how you could get to be 16 years old and not know about the Holocaust. Because you're, you have your device in your hand, you get to do whatever you want with your device. And if you don't really feel like learning about historical things and things like the Holocaust, you're never going to learn about those things because your chances are you're unplugged in class, you're not paying attention. So even if that material is brought up in class, you're, you're crushing candies or whatever you're up to. And so you're <laughs> not assimilating any of that information. So basically you could go, yes, conceivably through your whole schooling, not learn anything about that, really not learn much of anything if you're unable to do so and you're not called into account for, for example, your tech addiction, if that's the case. So that's the thing, people can choose their own adventure. Um, and choose what they want to know and want to know about and they don't have to really um, you know we don't have that sort of common body of knowledge that we once had in society yeah mm -hmm. that's a road that's gone now. I find that terrifying and finally I do as well finally just to wrap this up the the competition for our uh, students and and even our adults yeah. uh, um, uh, Attention, attention uh, through social media and uh, and the news and uh, it is so fierce. Are we continually? Are, are we being programmed to go down these rabbit holes? How can we lose to uh, yeah. these, uh, you know, uh, warehouses and, and 
full of supercomputers. How, yeah. how, how can we possibly how, win how, the, how over that? How can we possibly that? lose to that? I mean, mm. we're definitely going to come out on top of it. <laughs> I, I try Thanks, to be super Jeff. entertaining in the classroom, but I, I, I'm pretty sure yes. that I am not as entertaining as the billions of dollars they've put into being entertaining online, right? It's like, not a fair fight, Jeff. No, it's not a fair fight. No, I mean, it, it's, it's heartening to see whistleblowers, you know, coming out of Facebook yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's We're, nice. we're going to hear more and more stuff. Yes, there's going to be other people who come so. forward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some taxes <laughs> on data, for example, data assets. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, yeah. get them in the pocketbook. That's yeah. the only thing that those people It's the only thing they feel, sure. right? That's it. Yeah. And that, that brings me to next time's topic is uh, Internet 2.0. Tax the rich. Intentions behind uh, the second, the second form of the internet, and and why it needs to happen. Thanks yeah. for uh, thanks for uh, having uh, pleasure. Uh, Always, thanks for always, always fun. fun. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs>